Parker, are you ready to start? The only Super Bowl podcast that will not mention Taylor Swift. We will refuse to do it. Wait, didn't you just mention Taylor Swift? No, but I mean, it's starting like, you know, moving forward, we won't mention Taylor Swift, except for when we do. When we talk about Travis Kelsey or when we talk about like Chiefs getting touchdowns or like when we talk about like the Super Bowl, like in a general way. But other than that, no Taylor Swift talk. Nope. I'm the dad, but I'm the boss. Is it possible to talk about the Super Bowl without jinxing everything? Um, probably. <laughs> That's the spirit. All right, why don't you welcome our audience there with your seven total words so far on the podcast? It's pretty good. Yeah. Don't be mean, man. Don't be mean? Yeah. Well, then what am I supposed to be? Not mean. How, how do I do that? Give me some pointers. How do I not be mean? Just don't. Give me, like, what do I do instead, maybe? Like, give me, don't tell me what not to do. Tell me what to, what to do, do. Like, don't What do I do, that. do, Parker? What? Just be nice. It is kind of hard to be mean when you're talking about somebody as beautiful and lovely as Taylor Swift. So maybe. Please stop. Oh, that was kind of mean. Maybe you need to take your own advice there, Puka. You going to welcome the audience into the show or what? This is Puka's Picks and Kicks. I'm Puka. No. I'm Picks and Kicks. Sure. Yes. I'm the dad. All right. uh, So should we get Kick It out of the way? It'd be weird to not do Kick It. There's a couple different things we could talk about. Yep. We could talk about the injury you um, gave me. That'd be pretty fun. That was your fault. No. Yes. I held it together okay. I was getting agitated, but I wasn't yelling and screaming and kicking. It's because I figured it out Well, when you left. But I was just about to go get in my car. Oh, let's back up. Parker asked me to go play some uh, soccer. And instead of just finding a place where soccer goals were laid out already like we were supposed to, like we should have, we brought our old friend portable soccer goal. Yep. I used to set that thing up all the time. I could do it blindfolded in the dark. Blair and Taylor Swift music. <laughs> but that's the only, I won't mention her much more, maybe. Right. But we were, I was out of practice, but we still got it set up decently, but the stinking net got twisted somehow and you couldn't take the net off the poles. So you had to like configure that took it. How long did we spend trying to untwist that net? A while. 15. Probably more. I know it seemed like a little bit more because we were kind of getting annoyed. Like but... 20. <laughs> 25, give or take. <laughs> All right. Like, you say like six Taylor Swift songs? Please don't. <laughs> okay. It's because you left and then I was able to figure it out pretty much. Um, You, okay. I left. I was about to like, I went to go see to the car if there's something I could use to cut the net. Because it looked so twisted that we were going to have to cut it a little bit to untwist it. You got it looking real good, but it was still like, it was still entwined. Still. And then I... To, you know, and then you the got legs and I got real lucky. I did. I'll admit it worked. Things were good. I was all sweet. We're going to get to play some soccer. And then 
You he didn't. It up. Because the poles at the bottom, like re- the really thick, heavy poles that kind of keep the soccer ground from tip or soccer goal from tipping over, came apart. And I went to jam them back together. My hand got in between them or something. I don't really know. Took a good sized chunk out of my hand. You could see the fatty tissue. It was like throbbing. Please stop. It looked kind of like you, you know, like that, you know, Krang from uh, just Teenage leave Mutant it to Ninja the Turtles, imagination, like the brain thing. Just, it kind of looked like just leave it. The brain of my hand was oozing it out. It was not that bad. The little hole. Yeah. No. It was sort of like a stress ball that you cut a little bit you out of. Walked out. But the stress ball's full of guts and inside and hand inside, hand guts. You know? No. It was like that. So I had to go get some stitches at the doctor. Like a toothpaste tube? Yeah. Too far. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's a fake too far. We haven't actually had it too far in a long time. Yeah. That's weird. Is it because like, just got it says I need you to do too far so that I can do mine uh, and still. And I've just been real good. Be behind. We might not have a punishment just because we haven't had two fars. Nope. It's pretty good. All right. Well, anyways, I got two stitches in my hand. It's awesome. But it was weird because the the doctor was like, there's like no skin here. <laughs> so she had to pull my hand, like pull the skin from the right side of my hand to the left side of my hand, pretty much. So it feels like my hand is clenched, even though it's not. And when I open my hand up just a little bit like straight, you could feel the stitches pulling on the skin, and it really hurts. I do it in the nighttime all the freaking time. Anyways, that's fun. Yeah. Snitches get stitches, apparently. Um, But that wasn't great soccer talk. That wasn't really an update on anything. Did you want to talk soccer? You have tryouts next week. Should nope. we save that for next week? Nope. Nope. All right, we'll talk about. We've been like talking about tryouts for a while, but we haven't actually talked about them. We'll do it next week. Anything else you want to mention about kick it? I don't know. I think the season's over. Yeah, you think there could be one more game, but it sort of feels like it's going to get be a forfeit. Yeah, on their part. Yeah. Do um do you get any satisfaction at all? We've never had another team forfeit, right? So maybe you don't know how to answer this question. Do you anticipate having any satisfaction at all? We get a win on the record. We did nothing. Well, they were scared. Is that what yeah. it is, you think? Probably. Huh, maybe. They only won, what, 5-6-0 last time? Gosh. That's we got them. We got them. We got them. Got their number. Yep. They're, They're like, scared. no, I'm not even showing up. Okay. That's probably not true, but. That is true. Okay. Well, I think the, the main reason is, is because they're all the way from Portland. Be positive. Well, this is not negative. <laughs> they're all they gotta come all the way from Portland for a game that doesn't matter anymore because neither one can earn a national you know seed by winning or losing this game. So the game doesn't matter, right? So would you travel four hours to play a game that doesn't matter? Yeah. You would. Yeah. But you're used to that. You yep. play games that don't matter all the time. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well that's kind of mean. I didn't expect you to agree with that. All right. Talk about the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl pickets. Do you got answers for these questions? What was the most interesting game or challenge? We can just kind of casually talk about it. We're not going to talk about the Pro Bowl too much. It's not like there was a lot to necessarily say about the Pro Bowl. We watched all of it. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time I watched the entire Pro Bowl. We watched both days. We did forget Thursday, but we recorded it. Probably and watched it a different day. like the catching punts one. 
The catching punt ones was kind of unique and or sort of the, weird. The obstacle courses were cool. The obstacle courses were kind of, and those were, f- they had things like that when I was a kid. Um, and those are pretty fun to watch. Um, the flag football game was, it seemed sort of like football. It was the most competitive thing, I think. Um, tug of war was. That was so bad. It was. The AFC got destroyed. The AFC did get destroyed. The, the AFC got destroyed pretty much in every single skill challenge, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Which is the only reason why they lost the overall thing. They slaughtered the flag football thing, but lost all the challenges that don't really matter in football, including Madden and the. Okay, yeah, it wasn't that good. Was um, there any interesting or surprising performances? Did anyone do well? I don't know. Did you credit? I mean, Keenan I... Allen had a good game and a loss. It was weird. as like the players that showed up in the part that mattered the most were on the AFC and they lost. Like CJ Stroud had a good game, three or four touchdowns or whatever. Um, there was an AFC player that caught three. Passed for one. Was that Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen threw a touchdown. Maybe that's what I think. I think Keenan Allen caught three and threw one. I mean, that's pretty big time, I guess, in a game that doesn't matter. I didn't like how they did the Madden. I was trying to start with positive, but yeah, let's go straight to negative because it's a lot easier to talk about the negative when talking about Pro Bowl. Tell me why Madden was because I was most excited for that one because that seemed fun, but they only really showed highlights and it was like two minutes of just like. David Njoku throwing picks. Would you like, have rather have watched so their whole game? Probably, yeah. I wonder if you could find that somewhere online. You probably could. Um, but like... It sort of seems kind of boring. I feel like they would just... You'd just be watching these grown-ass men like yell and scream and talk trash for an hour. I Doesn't think it make- would have been more fun with just Tyreek and Micah Parsons. Because yeah. David Njoku did really bad. <laughs> David Njoku did bad at everything. <laughs> David Njoku... He, there was something else he stunk at, but the catch. his catch thing was embarrassing. I mean, sh- sure, he flipped upside down and he's a, he's a specimen of a human. But the guy didn't catch the ball on the best catch competition. Like, they set him up for failure. They should have just said... Take as many tries as you need to make something really cool. We'll end up giving it to the player, not that caught the ball, but was the most creative doing it. They didn't do it live anyway. The fact that they aired three drops and then was like, who caught it best? Well, what are you judging? You're judging three drops versus two drops and a catch. Like, that's embarrassing. It was That was dumb. One catch. One what? Drop. I think caught on the second one. Uh, Puka Nakua caught the second one? I don't even remember. But um, whatever. I thought the dodgeball was kind of boring. Yeah. It's because you can't really see anything. You can't even tell which players are who. Yeah. Derrick Henry did really good, though. Yeah, Derrick Henry did play well, though. By the way, I'll give you credit for that. But um, a lot of like the big-name players don't go to the Pro Bowl. Like You got all those players that made it for the Chiefs and the Niners. They're obviously ineligible to go. So you're replacing the players you know less about. Um, you have Lamar Jackson not going. You have... Um, Josh Allen not going. You have Dak Prescott not going. Like these are big name players. So you got like the it's supposed to celebrate the best of the NFL, but the best of the NFL are opting out or ineligible to go. And that's just that's dumb. Yeah. How do you fix it? Um well you could like take off like in their stats, you don't give them the Pro Bowl like selection. You have to designate if they don't go. Unless yeah. they're in the Super Bowl. 
because well, then they you, still get it. The Pro Bowl used to be before the Super Bowl. I mean, sorry, after the Super Bowl. I think they moved it before the Super Bowl because they thought more people would watch. But I don't think people are really watching, like regardless of whether it's before or after. Well, it's I, not fair if you get like hurt in the Super Bowl and then or hurt decide the end of the season. not to go to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Because, like, what are you going to do there? Just watch everyone else do everything? No, that's fair. Like, it, a legit injury could probably get you out. But I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, it's kind of lame that these guys get the Pro Bowl designation. They don't go to the Pro Bowl, and yet they can still use that in their contract negotiations and all these other things. And, I mean, if the Pro Bowl is literally just, like, who are the most popular players? Because that's what it ultimately is. Who are the most popular players? And they're not doing the what they're being selected to do. It just seems dumb. <clears throat> so I say, yeah, I agree with you. Take off the Pro Bowl designation if they don't go or they cho- they elect to opt out. And try moving it after the Super Bowl again. So that the people that won the Super Bowl can go as kind of like this uh, celebratory thing. But then you have the people that just lost the Super Bowl going. Who yeah. cares? But you can see like Patrick Mahomes is making friends with like Purdy and stuff. You can see the pictures of them like hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're like good. They're kind of, it seems like they're kind of together all week leading up to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. See all these videos of them being interviewed together and stuff. So, you know, they at least have to play nice. It's not going to be like the Ravens game. True. Are you ready to talk about the big game? I actually think we're not legally allowed to say Super Bowl. Should we say it anyway? Yeah. Let's do it. Super Bowl pregame topics. They're kind of those things that um, people judge the Super Bowl for, even though they have nothing to do with football. So let's just lump them all together and talk about them kind of as like a Super Bowl experience. Um, Commercials, parties, food, halftime shows. Do you care about any of those things? The commercials can be commercials can be fun. Yeah, I loved them a lot growing up. Um, I don't mind them now. People have really high expectations for the Super Bowl commercials, and I guarantee you will hear people bitching and moaning that the Super Bowl commercials were boring or not good. Or I like, saw a preview. I saw a preview of one that was supposed to be for this year. I don't remember what it was for, but it was like a really cool one. Yeah, with like some big name guys in it. Yeah, I I just don't care if the commercials are good or bad. Like, just go into it with. They're freaking commercials. Like, Super Bowl is the only time where people seem to look forward to them and then care if they're not good. Like, they're commercials. They're not good. You should be watching the football, but we'll talk about commercials next week probably because I bet we'll have some favorites. But we have small parties. I don't like big, huge parties. I've been to big Super Bowl parties. and I've been to one once. I, I don't mind them if I don't really have a team I'm really supporting and rooting for, but... Over here would be the only Chief fan. So if we went to a big Super Bowl party and the Chiefs do something wrong, I just feel everybody's eye looking at me. Like that's why four years ago, was it five years ago? Four years ago. Four. When the Super Bowls faced off against the Niners the first time, we went to stands. We were invited to some Super Bowl parties, but we were like, I just don't want the attention if things are going poorly. That seems, I don't want that. I don't remember the only Chief fan at a Super Bowl party. The Chief Super Bowl. So we went to stands. We went to the local, uh, you know, chief hangout, and it was fun. It was fun. What do you remember about that day? I like won some stuff. You did. They had raffles every few yep. minutes. Um, we actually had to pay for that table. We had to reserve it because it's a pretty small place. So you had to kind of, you know, I think they ended up taking off, like the reservation price off of the food and the drinks and stuff that we bought. 
uh, I don't think it was an extra charge, but they just wanted to make sure that people were going to show up. And if they didn't, they were still getting some compensation there, which is totally fair. Um, it was a blast. It was really only fun, though, because they won. Yeah. I don't think it would have been that fun. But I remember when they did win, the whole thing or everything erupted. People were, strangers were hugging strangers, high-fiving. It was like this really big party. It was really fun. Um, that was a good time. Halftime show. We're looking forward to this one. You wish it was Taylor Swift. No. I'm not going to say it. I don't really. T-Swizzle? I don't listen to Usher. Yeah. I was more excited for last year. What was last year again? Rihanna. Okay. When Rihanna came out the cool. Super Bowl, the halftime show last year, sure, when she was wearing red, I was like, she's got this. Thank you, Rihanna. Rihanna inspired the Chiefs to turn it around. Well done. All right, we got some Super Bowl-ish topics. These are about these are Super Bowl things about football, but not necessarily about the game. Kelsey breaks the Jerry Rice record right before facing 49ers in Super Bowl. Is it destiny? Destiny, baby. Of course it happens when we face the Niners. Jerry Rice comes onto the field and starts yeah. Moss the, and Kelsey. Yeah, let's do it. That's not good. Oh, that's not good. Uh, Jerry Rice isn't going to do that. He's too cool. And he still has a bunch of other records. You know, Travis Kelsey just broke one Jerry Rice record. I'm pretty sure Jerry Rice owns all the other records. So speaking of Niners, though, old Niners... Joe Montana was a Niner and a Chief. This is the rematch of the Joe Montana Bowl. Do you think one team has like an edge in a re- in this rematch game? Yeah. Who? The 49ers. You think so? Yeah, because we beat them in the Super Bowl four years ago, and they have like most of their main guys still, like Debo, a lot of them, Kittle, still some big names, some big names, and then. They also lost last year in the AFC, in the NFC Championship. I think so they're that's still a angry deal. about that. I think that's a bigger deal. The thing you brought up, the fact that they lost, the way that they you know exited the playoffs last year, I think that's on the minds of these players now. Like they feel like they had a that this was the matchup that they should have seen last year. So potentially this could be or should be the third time that the Chiefs have faced the Niners in the Super Bowl. So I think you hit something there. Also, I remember last time the 49ers were in the Super Bowl, the year before they got to the Super Bowl, they were, like, really bad. So I remember they had, like, a super easy schedule. Mm -hmm. So they were able to easily get the one seed at, like, 14-2 and or something. So that really helped them, I think. In the event of a loss, which coach's legacy is hurt more? I mean, it's, it's they're very different legacies. I mean... Reed is building a legacy to be talked amongst the greats forever. I think that he has done a lot of that, and he will be talked about as one of the greats. This definitely gives him edge to be considered the greatest by many, but it doesn't hurt his legacy in terms of like he's no longer in that that, that conversation. Meanwhile, uh, Kyle Shanahan, he has some pretty big losses on his resume. So to acquire another loss in a big-time situation like this could hurt. Could really hurt that legacy. Now, he's a young guy. He's still got a lot to prove. He's done a lot of good in the NFL. Um, But, like, if he were to lose and then for some reason could not coach moving forward, we'd remember him as a loser. So it probably hurts. I would go ahead and go Kyle Shanahan. What about you? Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a Purdy question because he's your favorite. If Purdy wins and it's like Purdy that wins, 
Like he goes out, you look at he and he gets MVP and earns it, deserves it without a doubt. If that happens, is he elite? Yeah. Okay. I think if he proves himself, I'm just saying, like people are saying, like he's Mr. Irrelevant. Look at how well he's playing. But I don't think he's proved himself enough. He's more of a game manager. He did prove himself more in the last game. Good game manager. In the last game. He proved himself so more, but I don't think he has proved himself enough. Okay. So I think he needs to do that more. Well, all right. Well, let's hope it, he doesn't. Do you care about Patrick Mahomes' dad getting arrested this week? Uh, I didn't even know what happened until yeah. I read this script. Yeah, I think he. I think it's a third DUI. Uh, he's out on bail. You know, he paid the money. He he could pay his own bail too. I mean, he was a professional athlete. He's got money. He's planning on attending the game. Do you think he should just kind of stay away, that it would be a distraction? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. You don't really care too much? Uh-huh. Like, he's there to support his son. He's he's always there. He's had issues in the past mm-hmm. already. It's never really been a distraction anyway. Is that your take? I'm, you don't care I've never heard about any of the DOIs. So yeah, I, I I, honestly, I haven't. Anything. I haven't either. I think that when something like this happens, leading to a Super Bowl, which it seems something like this always happens, uh, especially when your last name is Mahomes, you got Jackson already in legal trouble as well. Uh, all this stuff just kind of swirls around Patrick, and he stays kind of like a really legit, you know, um, level-headed guy, which is pretty impressive. I mean, sadly, and I hate to even mention this, um, it sort of reminds me of when Andy Reid's son leading into the Super Bowl against the, the Buccaneers. He's in a car accident. He's drunk. And he that car accident hurts a young girl, you know, in the weeks leading into the Super Bowl. Uh, she's hurt bad. Uh, she survives, but, you know, significant life-altering injuries that, you know, she'll never bounce all the way back from. He ends up, I believe he's still in jail over that. I don't know a lot about it. I haven't heard about it for a long time, but you're going to tell me that wasn't an attraction for Andy Reid. And then they go out and they look awful in that Super Bowl. I don't think this is that level by any means. But you don't want to be talking about this sort of thing leading into the big game. You just don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's bad juju. That's all I'm going to say. It's bad juju. Um, Jerry McKinnon also looks like he's a yeah. go for the Super Bowl. Who has more potential, him or Kadarius Toney? Um, I honestly don't think Kadarius Toney is going to end up playing. Uh, Andy Reid was directly asked about it recently, early this week, and he said, we'll see. Uh, that's not the response you generally get from Andy Reid. Generally, Andy Reid is like very you know supportive of his guys, and I'm not saying that's an unsupportive answer, but he had an opportunity to say, in the right circumstances, we want to get him the ball, we want to feed him, we believe in KT. He didn't say that. He said, "We'll see." I think there's a lot of like reservation. KT's trying to sweep that under the rug. The fact that he talks a bunch of crap uh, and posts on Instagram. Did you see that video? It's really dark, and you can't understand a word that freaking weirdo says. But I, I really think that he pissed off a lot of people. He's trying to pretend now that he was talking about the Giants, but no, he wasn't. So I, I kind of think he's done in Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even suit up. We'll see. Just like Andy, to quote Andy Reid, we'll see. But I would definitely give it to Jet McKinnon. I think, you know, last, you might not remember, do you know how the Super Bowl ended last year? Field goal? No. With Jet McKinnon sliding right before the end zone, 
deciding not to score a touchdown um, and giving the ball back to the Eagles, but uh, sliding so that they could run out the clock. And they could have went up another touchdown, but they didn't. That's what a lot of people forget. Jarek McKinnon did not get his Super Bowl touchdown. I would love to see him get it now. And this is probably his last Super Bowl. He's older up there for a position that generally doesn't play very long. And who knows if the Chiefs will... There's a lot of changes that are going to happen in Kansas City next year. We'll talk about that another time. So let's uh, do our picket picket Super Bowl edition like we were doing all the playoff games. I think that's worked really well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We only got one game to talk about this week. But it's a big one. Your normal confidence picks kind of thing. And then at the very end, we will talk about our final score predictions and then we'll call it a show. Sounds good. Okay. And then next week, we'll come back and we'll hopefully be celebrating. Coaches, Andy we talked about coaches a little bit. You got to go Andy Reid here. Um, he's been here. He's done that. I feel like we've been saying this every week when we compare Andy Reid to the other coach. He is perhaps the best that's ever done it. Uh, I, you know, I, I most people say Bill Belichick. We're coming off a season where Bill Belichick couldn't get another job. That's weird. If you're talking about Bill Belichick as the best coach ever, and then nobody hires him, that's weird. But Andy Reid has his record without his best quarterback is way better than Bill Belichick's record without his best quarterback. So there's still a lot of football left to be played. We'll see how it goes. It is fair that Andy Reid has never won a Super Bowl without Patrick Mahomes. He's been mean? to a Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl without Patrick So if we're going to knock like, Super Bowl well, Belichick has never won a Super Bowl without, he didn't win a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He's been to a Super Bowl, but he didn't win. Hmm. Now, when, they, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl against the um, Patriots, Patriots, the Andy Reid was a, a chief coach. Um, the guy coaching that team was an old chief offensive coordinator, actually, Doug Peterson. So, you know, definitely a coach that learned from Andy Reid, yeah. but no, didn't get it. Uh, let's go. So, yeah, we'll go Andy Reid there, of course. Quarterback. Mahomes. Sure. You got to go Mahomes. I mean, you got to. Nothing else makes sense. He's one of the best to ever do it. I mean, there are very few people, maybe none. No quarterbacks currently in the league right now that I would pick over Mahomes in this moment. Can you think of one that you might give an edge to? In the league right now? Yeah, league uh-huh. right now. Like obviously Brady, you'd give an edge to Brady. But there's only two that like are above Mahomes right now. Who? It's Brady and Joe Montana. Oh, you're talking about all time? Yeah. Brady's not in the league anymore. Sure. Um, there's some other quarterbacks that could definitely step up in key moments, but yeah, not in the league right now. You you're gonna go Mahomes. I have a lot more respect for Brock Purdy than I think you do. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a great game and kind of takes over. I would not well, be completely shocked if the Niners win and Purdy is the MVP. But in this moment when you don't know what's going to happen, you go with what you do know. And that is Mahomes is the modern goat. Yeah. Running backs? Um, now with Jerick McKinnon, it's a McCaffrey, situation. Though. Still, though. Still? He's... MVP caliber. Yeah. No, I mean, that totally makes sense. You're going to go probably all skill players, spoiler, Niners there. So I'm going to... That's probably not the... Not That's... Okay. I, I would say that, um, you know, running backs and receivers are why the Niners are in this position. Yeah. You'd probably agree with that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I that's not a knock on Pacheco. Andrew. Pacheco's had his best year, probably the best run game in Mahomes' career. That's what people aren't talking and about. And defense. Yes, we're going to get to the defense, but you're absolutely right. Um, now you got Jarek McKinnon, who shows up in big moments. He's not going to 
He's not going to be featured a lot, but he will be schemed for, and he will have a big-time play. Um, So that's great. Hopefully he's healthy. And Clyde is – he can also have a big-time play. Yeah. Clyde can have a, uh, a swing pass and go for 30 yards yeah. and a key first down. He can do that. So I'm kind of talking myself and picking the Chiefs here. You're not going to because on the other side, you got one of the best running backs potentially to ever do it, especially in this era of football. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to go Niners there. Receivers? Niners. That's pretty easy one. Yeah. That's probably the area, would you say, that the Niners have the biggest advantage? Yeah, because they're, like, two guys are better. Like, Rashid would probably be probably their three. Three or four, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows if he would have grown as much in San Francisco, not given as much opportunity as he was given this year in Kansas City because... The guys in front of him just did not show up for an entire season. Uh, he might, which helped him developmentally, but he might not have got those opportunities in as a Niner. So who's to say where he would be? Yeah, you got to, yeah, Rashid's good. I, I have a little bit more trust in the receivers right now than I did at the beginning of the playoffs. So that's good. Still. But the receivers for Niners are legit. All right, tight ends. This is a pretty Chiefs. competitive matchup. You know, Chiefs outcome. Yeah. I... I like Kelsey over Kittle. And Taylor Swift. Shut up. I think it goes out of the three tight ends you go. at Number three, Kittle. Number two, Kelsey. Number one. No. Number one, Noah Gray. No. Okay, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd agree with you in, in this moment. You look for Kelsey to have the bigger stat line at the end. You know, but a lot like, of that's because there's been playing true the last two games. The difference is, is that in Kansas City, Kelsey's going to be the main target, the main guy, the main show. Like we're going to feed Kelsey the ball. We're going to win or lose based on can we get Kelsey involved. You're not. You don't feel that way about Kittle. You know, Kittle. You're going to. He's like first. You're going to go for McCaffrey. Then you're going to go for Debo. And then you go for Ayuk. And then you'll go Kittle. Like he's not as. Imp- important to that team as Kelsey is for the Chiefs. Mm. And, you know, that's not a knock on Kittle by any means, you know. Uh, O-line. Uh, O-line's know. hard to it's judge. Tough. We both have pretty good O-lines. Yeah, they both are solid O-lines, I would say, without knowing a have whole lot. Have some stars on both O-lines. Sure. I think I would I would give the tackles, the outside O-line to the Niners, and the yep. inside O-line to the yep. Chiefs. Um, the bad news is Joe Tooney is probably not going to play. Nick Allengretti, thankfully, has stepped up pretty big uh, in the moments that he's been asked to do so. He can do that one more game. I have a lot of faith in Nick Allengretti. Um, that's why he's on the team, is to be that number six guy. But you want Joe in this situation. You know, you, you do. And now, and who's after Nick Allengretti? Like, if somebody does go down, that's going to cause a weird domino effect in terms of shuffling where the O-line is. So I'm a little nervous about the O-line without one of our best players on it. But... I think they'll be okay. Defense, run versus pass defense. Well, I have the Chiefs run defense, but I also think that the 49ers are going to run the ball better. Sure, fair. But the 49ers, most of the Lions' points was from their two running backs. So the I watched like the highlights, and the 49ers got destroyed by the run, okay. and the Chiefs were able to contain it moderately well. Sure. But I still think Chiefs had the better run defense, 
but the 49ers will probably still run the ball better. Relatively effectively, sure. Uh, when you think of yards per run last week against the Ravens, the Ravens played well. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they just didn't run as much as they should. Uh, we talked about that a lot last week, or whenever that was, two weeks ago maybe. I think pass defense, you clearly go KC. Yep. Uh, run defense is a weakness for Kansas City, or can be. But I would say if you have to have one be a weakness in today's football, you're okay with your run defense kind of giving up some yards. It, you know, because if the Niners have to depend on the run to win the game, KC will make enough stops. Um, and I do think their pass defense is going to show up big time and remind the world that this defense is legit. That's really where they're strong right now. Um, so overall defense, I'd give it to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to recognize some deficiencies. Special teams? I don't know. I mean, Butker, I think, is one of the best right now. No. Uh, Tommy Townsend is a great punter. No. Return game, I have faith in Richie James not to drop it. No. Um, it last year, Kadarius Tony, Tony set the record. There. For longest punt in a Super Bowl, we're not going to have him this week in that situation probably for probably good reason. It's never been a touchdown yeah. off a punt in the Super Bowl. Interesting. I don't know a lot about the special teams on the Niners side. I'll give it to the Chiefs just because that's who I know. Yeah. Second reason, hmm. I, I do think the Chiefs are the better kicker, yeah. Um, yeah. and I think the return game isn't a glaring like it was two years like ago. It was was that, I think that was last year. With Sky, when Sky was yep. dropping freaking everything, and so Sky is still the biggest disappointment, one of the biggest disappointments of the Chief ever. X Factor, uh, Forty Niners, Revenge. Yep, I'll go Chiefs Dynasty. Chiefs are chasing a dynasty right now. They know it. These guys are uh, are keying in on it, and Dynasty over Revenge. You know. Yeah. Also, I'm seeing these videos. Where it's like the Niners could do something really funny and it's like them walking out of the tunnel and they have boom boxes <laughs> and it's playing Taylor Swift music. Yeah. So I then if they Swift. do that, I think that the Chiefs would get really fired up right away. Uh, do the Chiefs care about the Taylor Swift talk? Kelsey does it all year. Kelsey does. Kelsey's does he care? Should. I think he cares like if they're directly being mean. But that's just fun, I guess. Or annoying or childish or I don't know. Score predictions. Uh, without jinxing. I don't know. No jinx. Uh-huh. We're just gonna cut off like the jinx powers are not working in this moment so you can say anything. I'm just gonna go like twenty seventeen. Chiefs or Chiefs? No. Okay. Wasn't that the score? We we've picked last Chiefs time? the entire playoffs, so it's not like picking the Chiefs as the jinx. Wasn't that like the score last time? I don't remember. I tried to, to pick that one. <laughs> okay. Um, what's weird about this situation is people were picking against Kansas City all freaking playoffs. There were more picks against Kansas City than for Kansas City. Now this week in the Super Bowl, you're seeing a lot more even picks or a lot more people picking Kansas City than they did before. You're not seeing that? Oh. Yeah, I think they are. The people people are picking more people are picking Kansas City. Oh, that was I got that way wrong. You're way off. 
more people are picking Kansas City now to win than they were against Baltimore, than they were against Buffalo. Maybe than they were against Miami, but probably not that one. Um, that kind of makes me nervous. Is that weird? I like it when the Chiefs are the clear underdog. The Chiefs are great when they're the underdog. You know, they internalize that. They fight against it. They talk about it. They defeat it. Um, so the fact that that's not the case right now makes me a little uneasy, which is weird. They were the favorite last year, I believe. I don't know. It was like best offense versus best defense. Yeah, fair. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. Duh. By how much? I think it'll be close. I think it's going to be very competitive. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring. Like, I like your score a lot. Can I just steal it? What? Okay, I'll pick. I'll steal your score. 2017 Kansas City. Let's do it. I'm the dad, but I'm the boss.